Hello and welcome back to another service here at the Altar of Noise. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by my fellow music believer, Simon. Simon, how are you, mate? Good, thank you, Joshua. How are you? Oh, yeah, you know, living the proverbial dream. Yes, we are. (laughs) We're just two guys being dads, drinking beer. Drinking beer. Drinking beer. Drinking beer, listening to some tunes. (laughs) That actually wasn't terrible. Thank you. That I'd suck at accents. So. Yeah, I'm atrocious. I'm horrible. I can kind of parody people at work and how they their mannerisms, but I'm <laughs> I suck at accents, especially I, I, when your head chef's Irish and all you want to do is just do an Irish accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got I got a friend who's really good at accents. Yeah, um, so good that one night when we went out in Warrnambool, he just used an Irish accent the whole night, and um. Just was trying to pick up with an Irish accent, saying that he was over from Ireland, and then they'd look at me and then go, "Are you from Ireland?" I'd go, "Uh, no, I'm billeting him," because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I didn't want to ruin him, and I'm like, I ain't fucking attempting this shit. Yeah, uh, I mean, the only the only other real accent I get is um, uh, Danny the chef who listens to our podcast. He is Italian. Okay, so. <laughs> But my my accent is just basically me waving my hands. Yeah, I mean that that's half the accent <laughs> yeah, there, I mean, and getting very animated when I talk. You do. <laughs> you got it. You got yeah. You can say like a fucking. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and then pretty much. especially when I'm find, trying to find out where the fucking schnitzel is that I need for this table. It's been <laughs> waiting fifteen minutes. Yeah. Wait a minute, Hey. So perfect. I understood every word you said. Exactly. It's just like being at home. Um, today we're just kind of going to keep it a little bit uh, low key, if you will. Goosey goosey. Yeah, we're just going to have a bit of a chat about stuff that we've been listening to lately. Um, mm-hmm. uh, see if there's anything that we're enjoying. Doesn't necessarily have to be new music. No, it can just be stuff that we're rediscovering. Re- mm. Came up on a playlist and we're like, man, these guys are good. Man, these guys are fucking shit. Um, I don't think anything would be like that, but. You know, just wanted to see what's tickling our fancy, as it were, at yeah. the moment. Um, so I guess I'll start with something new. Okay. Um, Chet Faker has brought out a couple of new songs. Chet Faker of the... Uh, Chet Faker fame. <laughs> of the... Um, Chet Faker of Chet Faker. Chet Faker of uh, Talk Is Cheap fame. Uh, Gold, Drop the Game, done a few songs here and there, um, changed his name back to Nick Murphy or something for a while. Uh, first couple of hours, first couple of songs he's done since really Built on Glass came out in 2014. So he's released uh, Low and Get High. And they're just really nice chilled out jams. Um, he's found a way to kind of really... Play these low piano laden tracks with um, just some nice drums and whatnot through it. 
uh, well, which actually really enhances your voice. And I've been really digging it. It's kind of the kind of tune that you just pop on while you're just cruising around. Uh, so, yeah, I've been enjoying that. What about yourself there, right? Um, we're going to go band out of time, I guess. Oh, yeah, unless you think you want to add to Jet Faker. Not really. I'm not a big fan. Really? So I can add that. You've never been into his stuff? Nah, not, not particularly. I mean, I've always been a bit of a fan of his voice. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's shit. It's just it's never... Never resonated with you? No, it hasn't. One band that has, Segway, is a, a little-known band called Trigger Thumb. Uh, they're from Brighton in England. Uh, they're a three-piece noisy alternative rock band. Um, kind of got a little bit of prog. No, nah, not even prog. Kind of mathy kind of influence. Um, I found them through a band called Tosca, which is a fairly well-known instrumental band, also from Brighton. Um, just they're, they're kind of one of those YouTube famous bands, yep. um, Tosca. And um, during one of their vlogs, they were vlogging one of their tours and Trigger Thumb was supporting them. And so I was like, oh, I'll check them out. And they're fucking phenomenal. Um, for a while, the I think back in 2019, they were releasing a, they were writing, recording, and releasing a song every fucking Tuesday or every second Tuesday for a month or something stupid. Sounds stupid. Um, I mean, yeah. sounds great. It was great, great yeah, for your a, fans, but yeah, um, yeah, it's hard to explain. Kind it of reminds me of the uh, when regurgitated band in a box, band in a bubble. Yeah, yeah, that was gold. <laughs> I've got that on DVD somewhere. We should talk about that one day. Yeah, we should. Um, yeah, they've they've got a whole bunch of stuff out. Um, some standout tracks for me are "I've Got No Hands," "Summer Rain," and "Wolves." Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you like something a bit noisy, something a bit weird, um, they kind of they're kind of funny, but they're, like they're not a comedy band, but they kind of have that that. Uh, it's they're, kind of some light, of it lighthearted, lighthearted. Not even necessarily in the lyrics, but in the way they sing. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they'll just scream and it'll just be noise, and then it goes back to fun. Um, it's not that big of a dynamic, but it's 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 just good fun. If you're looking for something new and noisy and rocky and fun, I'd check out Trigger Thumb. Speaking of fun, mm-hmm. segueing again. See, let's see how many. See if we can segue <laughs> everyone. Let's do it. Uh, if you could out of this, I'll be great. It would be great. Uh, so my kids have started to put together a playlist of things they like. Mm-hmm. Some of it's good. Some of it I skip when they're even in the car and they get angry. But you know, I'm in control, so I don't care. Um, they've discovered Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> That's fun. And I had just kind of going back and listening to his tracks. I was like, my God, it's just good stuff. Like the kids are big are big fans of Fat and Eat It. Um, uh, the Horoscope for a Day song. Um, and then I went back and I was listening to uh, The Saga Begins, um, the Don McLean uh, cover. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far away. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't like Star Wars, so that, <laughs> but I like that song. Okay. Um, and then, you know, 
as I was discussing with some of the other day, you know, the biggest bull of yarn in Minnesota is a great song. Uh, Albuquerque is like a 10 minute anthem. Mm. Uh, he had, he's produced some amazing songs and like just his ability to create the parodies of the songs are really good. You know, uh, in um, Eat It, you know, just the little weird noises he does with his mouth, the <laughs> kind of popping in that to go with that. It kind of, you're clearly making fun of it, but you're actually making it sound really fun and cool at the same time. Uh, so I'm really going back and rediscovering how amazing Weird Al Yankovic is, is kind of refreshing. Yeah. I've always wondered what it would be like watching him record in studio. Yeah. Like, that he would have to have so many takes where him and the producer or someone's just pissing themselves laughing at how fucking silly they are. Apparently it's an amazing live show. I've always wanted to go. Like I'm not a massive Weird Al Yankovic fan, but I do like him. Yeah. Um, But it's a show I've always wanted to go I know, to. I know a couple of friends have seen him twice Yeah, when he's come to LA. He does come fairly often. Yeah. I reckon but next time he comes through, I'll have to go check him out. Just might have to join you. Ticket off the list. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about satirical things, I'm going to talk about the satirical artist I've been listening to, and that would be Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> uh, so he's a satirical country musician. Um, I quickly found <laughs> Rolling Stone described his album Redneck Shit as unfathomably obscene and undeniably offensive. The debut album from Nashville never was. Wheeler Walker Jr. is also goddamn funny. But Redneck Sheet is just uh, is far from just an X-rated novelty record. Um, I mean, that, that describes it pretty fucking well. He, yeah. he takes your, what people think is a stereotypical redneck um, and just dials everything up to 11. And obviously, like Rolling Stone said, it is definitely X-rated. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, it's just fucking funny. But the the it's the music itself and the way he sounds when he sings and the melodies he's singing are so authentically country music that if you're not paying attention, you would just think it was another. You'd think it's Garth Brooks or something. Mm. He, it, it is very good. Um, You've played me a little bit of his stuff. Mm. And musically, it's really good. And then lyrically, it's yeah. fucking hilarious. It is hilarious. Um, he also claims to be the only real country musician in America. Um, apparently, the American Country Music Association or whatever it's called have kind of blacklisted him. Um, you know, they won't include his record sales in the country charts and things like that. <laughs> um so if you're looking for something funny, something which you may have not heard before, um, this is brilliant. It's, it is offensive. Um, so if you're offended easily, I wouldn't listen to it. <laughs> Probably stick to Weird Al Yankovic. Uh, yeah. um, some standout tracks, Redneck Shit, Fucking It Up and Finger Up My Butt. <laughs> Great songs. Go on, segue that. Uh, so the next track I'm going to be talking about 
is going to feature something a little brown in nature. <laughs> it's uh, Brockhampton with Danny Brown. <laughs> Great segue. Uh, they've released a new single. So Brockhampton been teasing for a while that they've got a new single coming out. Uh, the new one, Buzz Cut, uh, was only released a couple of days ago at the time of recording. Um, it's really good. It's mm-hmm. Brockhampton. It's fucking great. Um, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it's um, probably one of the more aggressive tracks that they've done in a while. Mm. And then there's something about Danny Brown when he sings that kind of is a little bit jarring but it works. He's got a, is I think it's just his tone in which he raps. Um it's a good breakup from the normal Brockhampton rapping. Um, but it's really good. The one thing I will say is I don't know if it's a case of everything that what happened last year over in the States or it's more prevalent in my mind being aware of certain things. But they drop the N-word quite a lot. Mm. And, like, I'm not saying, oh, no one should be able to use it or anything like that. It's just like, oh, that's... It's there and it kind of every now and again when I hear it used a fair amount in a song and like they're obviously they they can do whatever they want they're the artist but occasionally it takes me out of it mm. and I'm not I'm not trying to be preachy or anything like that I'm just basically saying what I feel when I listen to it it's still a really 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 good song but I just kind of that was the one thing that kind of jumped out of me in the song like I, I, have you noticed that like every I've, like used to not think about it, but then like mm. last year, kind of everything that kind of came out of what happened over there. Like, mm. are you more aware of it when you hear it now? I I think I'm definitely more aware of it, but I th- I think I was aware of it before that. Yeah. Um, I haven't listened to a song where it's like bothered me. Yeah. Um. The only thing is, is when you're singing along and you know the words coming up. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I better not. <laughs> but um, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely did notice it as when I was younger. I like, you know, it's there, but I, I never thought twice about it. I was like, it's just that's what. When we're young, do you remember the is. old thing of any money mo? Yeah, catch a by yeah. the time, and at the time we were just like, oh, this is just what said. Then it changed to tiger. Mm. But it, it, it's it, don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm not saying we get rid of the word or blacklist words or stop people from having the right to say whatever they want. It's just now I'm noticing it. I'm just like, oh, okay. And like you know, I'm as wise as they come. Yeah. Um, it, I'm in no means telling people what they can and cannot say, and their history. Yeah. I'm just talking purely from a music standpoint. Mm. But, you know, the rest of the, like, you, t- you you put that aside, the rest of the tracks are banger and I really hope they release a new album this year. Mm. I really hope they release a new album because it'll be mm. fucking great. Everyone they've done so far has been brilliant five stars. Brilliant five stars. Um, so it's been, what, like two years since they released an album, eh? I think it was 2019. Yeah. You could say that they've been in a cave. I've been listening sure. to a lot of cave in recently. <laughs> sure, you could say that. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm 
I'm taking it. So um, yeah, yeah uh, I jumped back into listening to Cave In, uh, in particular their album Antenna. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know them. They're uh, an original metalcore, and I'm not talking what's considered metalcore now. I'm talking actual metalcore when it first started. Um, yeah, they're a metalcore band from Massachusetts. Um, they're just they're legendary. They're iconic. Um, I don't really know what to say about them. Like it's just a legendary album. Um, if you're kind of into like the whole ISIS, Aerogram, Pelican kind of scene, they're kind of in there. They're a bit more straightforward. Mm-hmm. Dare I say, you know, offending anyone than those bands. That doesn't mean they're any less good. They're actually fucking brilliant. Um, yeah, they um, they just it's just a good fucking album. Um, you know, a couple of songs I really like off of it is "Stain Silver," "Joy Opposites," "Rubber and Glue." Um, they actually reformed. Well, they didn't reform. They actually played a, a like a memorial show in LA while I was over there. Um, and I was trying to get, I was going to go, I had to choose between that and the show I ended up going to. And I kind of regret not going to this show instead because it was cave in. They reformed ISIS under the name Celestial. Um, who else played? Um, yeah. Um, it would have been an incredible show. Um, just a great band. Um, their new sound after the album before this one, Jupiter, which was kind of like a breakthrough album for them, um, was described as emo metal Radiohead. <laughs> I see Radiohead and metal. Emo, meh, but I can say it kind of. Um, yeah, I'd check them out if you haven't. I mean, if you haven't, then you've, you've definitely have been living in a cave because they're fucking legendary. But, yeah, I've been listening to a bit of cave in antennas. How about yourself, Josh? What else have you been listening to? Um, well, I'll just say what you said wasn't grammatically correct, but I have been listening to London Grammar. Um, <laughs> taking that one. Uh, so the release a new song. Um, uh, they have released a new song, which I'm just trying to remember the title of. Lose Your Head. Again, awesome. I just love her singing. Anytime that I get a London Grammar track come out, um, I'm always just in ca- captivated by her vocals. Not enough to put it on the top of my bear. Um, I think she's got a very specific style of singing, which she does really well. It actually uh, lends itself to a lot of the stuff that they've been doing recently in the fact that uh, her vocals have kind of been used on – or they've been working a lot with um, ele- uh, electronic artists. Uh, so they did a song a couple of years ago with Flume, um, which sounded brilliant and beautiful, haunting, with like, which is what her vocals do well. She's worked with um, Glass Animals, Camel Fat, uh, Paul Woodford. So again, I'm kind of hoping that. Over the last couple of years, they've released more and more singles. 
I'm kind of hoping this leads to an album because mm-hmm. it has been four years yep. since their last album. Um, but London Grammar are just awesome. They're, there's something about them that I that kind of gra- I gravitate to. Yeah. Um, like it's it's very it's relatively simplistic in its nature, mm-hmm. um, but I think that her vocals, um, uh, Hannah Reed is the lead singer. It's similar to those of Annie Lennox and Florence of Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. So I think, but I, there's something about her that I think makes her really unique. Um, but I'm kind of hoping that, yeah, again, we get a return of like a, a new album. Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful for a few things this year, you know. Yeah. Rockhampton, London Grammar. I think that'd be cool. Mm. But, yeah, their, their new single, um, Lose Your Head, is awesome. It's beautiful. Awesome. Segue that. Uh, how do I segue that? I mean... London, what what was the lady's name? Hannah Reed. Hannah Reed. Well, Hannah Reed is obviously a daughter, which is the name of the next band I want to talk about. Daughters. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, daughters, uh, <laughs> you won't get what you want. I've think I've mentioned them in this album before. It's noise rock, no wave experimental rock. It's just fucking dirty and gritty. Um, I don't really have too much to say about it. I've spoken about him before. It's fucking brilliant. I'll quickly mention I'm, you know, still pumping Greg Puciato, his solo record. Um, I think that will be on playlist for the rest of time. Uh, you know, I made it my album of the year last year, so uh, it's definitely up there. Um, I'm just going to fly through a couple of the older ones, which I've already said a little bit about. Uh, always listening to Incubus. Um, and Dua Lipa's last album I'm still listening to, surprisingly. If I was to redo last year's list, Dua Lipa's album would be a lot higher up. Um, it's just, just fucking great. It's just fun. Um, mm. Puts me in a good mood if I'm not. Um, yeah. So that, there's four kind of the older <laughs> stuff, four artists of kind of like who I've mentioned before here. Usually, I mean, those four – Oh, I mean, Incubus definitely. Yeah, you, yeah. you. I mean, I, it's unfair the kind of the lack of praise that we kind of heap upon Incubus. Like we we, we give I, them praise. I fucking like I, in real life, person to person, I heap fucking Incubus yeah, praise. Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't life. think on this podcast we've done enough to praise Incubus. Yeah, I think they're over. They're completely overlooked. Yeah, by a lot of people. I don't, and I think because like, apart from Brandon Boyd. I can't really name too many of the members of the mm. of them. I mean, it is kind of Brenda Boyd and friends, but like they're all stupidly talented. Mm-hmm. Like the drumming is always great, the guitar work and bass is brilliant, uh, their keyboards and DJ and all that jazz yeah. uh, have always sounded awesome. Yeah. Um, even their newer stuff, like uh, what was it eight? Yeah. I was like, this is good. I mean, it wasn't my favorite stuff they've done, yeah. but it was still good. Yeah. There was a couple of tracks off there that were awesome. 
But, I think, yeah, I think I think their problem is is or their their perception is that for those who jumped on board for science, mm. which was like you know new metal, I think that was like it's fucking in the nineties when that came out. Um, I want to say ninety eight or ninety seven. I think ninety eight. It came out in. Science came out in 97. Oh, close. Um, yeah. Um, so when people jumped on board for that and then they brought out um, Make Yourself afterwards, people went, okay, that, that's a little bit more a, bit, a little bit more straightforward. Mm. And then they brought out Morning View and then all those people went, no, nah, fuck them. They're all a bunch of hippies. But then all the hippie people came on for like Wish You Were Here and then they – Done like um, Crow Left of the Murder. Crow Left of the Murder, which was kind of a little bit more. I don't even hate. They changed the sound, the production. It got it. It got for them. It got heavier. No, it didn't. I think it did. Nah, no way. I reckon it got rockier. I think it, for for them from like well compared to Morning View. Yeah, but Morning View has like Have You Ever and. It's got some heavy stuff on it, but it's not heavy in the same way as science. It's, yeah, yeah, they, anyway, they, yeah. they, they changed their sound and I think because they kept changing their sound, they kept... Confusing. Yeah, they kept losing fans and then they'd get a bunch of new fans because of their new sound. But, um, yeah, I've just always liked everything they've done. Um, I think they're incredible. <laughs> just look at Incubus on the Spotify here. And you know how they have their things of fans also like. Yeah. These are the four bands that people might also like if they like Incubus. Bush, Fuel, A Perfect Circle, and Alien Ant Farm. Yeah, they're, they're in a weird what? thing. <laughs> they're in a weird thing. They're like one of those bands which like got lumped into new metal and were never really new metal. No. They're like science is like funk metal. And then they kind of move into alt rock for the rest of their career, and somehow they're new metal. And you know, they're always you know a certain shade of green mm. and um, new skin, things like that. Always get added to new metal playlists. Yeah. But like, yeah, <laughs> they're not new metal. <laughs> um, so yeah, there, there's four of the kind of uh, constants yeah. that have been on there for like the last year. Yeah, four four bands that exist. Uh, for those that wish to exist is the new album by Architects. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I only discovered Architects recently, yeah. probably in the last couple of years. Um, I really enjoy them. I really like their heavy sound. They're like what if Bring Me to the Horizon weren't so heavily produced, could be. Um. Because I think Bring Me the Horizon has that ability to get to that next level if they didn't play so on the note, as you have pointed out. Mm. Whereas, yeah, Architects, I find, have got a bit more ambience to their sound, a bit more layers. Um, and, yeah, the new album is awesome. Yeah. Um, I saw somebody... Some Metal Hammer article tried to say, is the mo- this is the most perfect album since Metallica's something or other. One of the, a Metallica. I'm just like, it's getting what? a lot of praise, the new Architects album. But why do we have to do that? 
why do we have to try and say this is a perfect album? Because it's not going to be well received by people who don't really like or know architects. They're going to be like, the fuck is this? Mm, I mean. I mean, what's I don't see the benefit from a marketing standpoint in saying, hey, this album's as perfect as Metallica's Black album. I don't think it was that, but. Mm. What, 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 what's, the, what's the point? There's me going and telling it. I mean, look, reviews. Reviews are opinions. We're giving opinions now. Yeah. Um, I mean, from the band's point of view, it's brilliant. Like, it's great to use for marketing and promotion. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the, there is a lot of hype around this album. And it, how good it is. Yeah. I personally, I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah. Um, I want to. It's on my list of things to do. Yeah. Um, Dead Butterflies is a banger off of it. Yeah. Um, all of them are just, Animals is really good. I'm just trying to find some of that one here. Goliath. It's, there's lots of really good tracks on here. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I always cringe when I see articles like that, like, this is a perfect album. Let me decide that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. I feel like it's unnecessary to put that type of like pressure out yeah. there. I, uh, maybe that's just me. Probably is just me. But I just I don't like those sorts of articles when they appear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm much prefer seeing you know the top ten Bruce Dickinson songs of all time from Iron Maiden. I'm like I'm, I'm much more interested in that article. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't Again, know. personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, if you want personal opinions, uh, Burial's album, <laughs> Untrue, is a perfect fucking album. Um, Burial's a producer from South London. Um, bit of a cult kind of figure in the future garage scene. Um, he's collaborated with the likes of Tom York, Fawcett, and, um, Fawcett, Fawcett and um, Massive Attack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been listening. I've mentioned him a couple times yep. here before. Um, I absolutely love this album. Um, this album built on the previous album Sound, which I think was just self-titled. Um, most notably through its more prominent use of pitch shifted and time stretch vocal samples. Um, he didn't actually hire any session vocalists. He used friends and got them to sing over the phone and things like that, and then he'd chop it up and, you know, use individual words to form new sentences. And um, he also frequently um, sampled a lot of atmospheric sounds, rain, shit like that. Um, And he also sampled a lot of video games, most prominently um, Metal Gear Solid. Um, Yeah, it's, it's an incredible story to read um, about the way he made that album because he used like a really dodgy music making program and was drawing like it's hard to line things up in this certain program and he worked out if he if the waves look like they made like a square or something that meant everything was in line so everything's like just off when you listen to it like it kind of has a swing to it mm-hmm. um it's just it's fucking brilliant. Um, 
I wouldn't say it's dancey. It's definitely atmospheric. Um, you know, it does have some beats, but they're not. That they are. I, I mean, I mentioned rain before. It is something which it would be really cool to just sit at home when it's you know pissing down with rain outside and just put it on. Um, fucking incredible album, actually. Um, but yeah, that was burial untrue. Mm. Listening to a lot of that. I think you've buried the lead on what uh, what is perfect for a rainy day, and that's actually listening to a Nintendo and chill lo-fi playlist. <laughs> um, I've this is actually going to be about a playlist uh, that I've just been pumping for the last I don't know a couple of probably a month or so. Anytime that I've been streaming, I've been playing this playlist. Um, it's awesome. It's just got lo-fi like chill mixes of some of your favourite video game uh, tracks. Um, you've got Mario in there. You've got Pokemon. You've got Animal Crossing, Zelda. Zelda's a big one on there. Um, uh, where are some of the other ones? You've got songs that are based off of just the Wii U. There's some fucking awesome stuff in here. And... Then also actually some really kind of groovy tunes. Um, a person on the list, a DJ Cutman, he, which is uh, obviously a DJ, but he's he Cutman is from, oh, what is that stupid uh, game? Bomberman. No, Bomberman? No, the other dude. He shoots the fucking laser ball. I, I, oh, I, um. I hate playing as him in uh, Smash Brothers. Uh, Mega Man. Mega Man. So D- DJ Cartman has some really unique songs on there. One of them is Golden Gauntlet. Uh, starts off with the, uh, I think it's the end music from uh, Super Mario 64 when you're finding Bowser. And then it gets into this like really kind of funky electronic stuff, but like with really moody because obviously you're fighting a bad guy um, and it just fits perfectly into this playlist. It's kind of a nice break up from that nice chilled out sound to now you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to go punch someone in the face, <laughs> but calmly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's an awesome playlist. Uh, it's uh, the playlist is called Nintendo and Chill, uh, Lo-Fi Hip Hop Beats. Yep. Um, it's created by some dude named Sean. It's got 256 songs, goes for nearly 12 hours. Oh, yeah. It's perfect just to have on the background while you're doing life. Lovely. Or playing video games and chatting to randoms on Twitch. Cool. Simon. Well, if you want to get punched in the face, I'd be listening to this instead of Nintendo Lo-Fi. I'd be listening to Maru. Now, the reason... <laughs> Is that the correct pronunciation of it? <laughs> Maru? Maru. Oh, who cares? Um, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I just wanted to put you on the spot. <laughs> I, I, I seriously don't know. Um, so as I've mentioned before, I like to try and sort out new bands, new music. And I came across these guys. Um, the uh, Quartet. That's four people, isn't it? Yes, it is. Thank you. Maths. Um, 
They're a quartet from Liverpool, UK. And they're I'm an- sensing a theme in a lot of our music is that lately it's been coming from the UK. That's because I listen to a lot of stuff from the UK. Um, <laughs> they're an atmospheric post-doom metal band. Um, in- instrumental. Of course they are. I don't know why. I don't know why I expected any other type of band from you there. Um, yeah, they're they're brilliant. They're for fans of like Neurosis, Cold Luna, uh, Pelican, uh, Russian Circles, even. Um, it's just fucking brilliant. It's just sludgy as all hell. Um, they've only released one EP in 2019 called The Sacred Dissonance. Um, it's heavy as Fuck, just good. Um, I wanted to mention them though because, um, like, they're a tiny band. They're like, they're the size of my band, um, you know. And I'm just hope that someone will go out there and <laughs> click like on their Facebook page because they are incredible. Um, yeah, if you're looking for something proper underground. Apparently I'm your guy because <laughs> I'm listening to a band. Uh, yeah, I'm listening to You're one of three a, people listening to a band. Yeah, I'm listening to a band that's, that's you know, small. They're at the same level as I. And, you know, the more people who can discover these bands, the more success they can hopefully have. Um, so if you're into post-rock, doom, sludge kind of shit, <laughs> you like it fucking heavy. Check out Myru. Yeah, I'm sure they will find one other person to listen to it. But if we do, that's one more than they had before. Exactly. And you got you got in at the ground floor. Exactly. Everyone wants to get in at the ground floor. Everyone does. Yeah. Just like getting into the first episode of this episode of this uh podcast and uh being with us on this journey so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you to to you. Yeah, thank you to everyone that's been listening to us so far. I had somebody from work the other day. He's like, oh, how many episodes you done? I'm like, ah, uh, a few. There's been a few. It's like, are we, what are we up to? 15? 12? 32? I don't know. I can't even spell. I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> but uh, he was. Uh, we're 21. What? Where have you done 20 episodes? Yeah, so we've done 18 episodes and three deep dives. Shit. So, so oh shit, and two albums of the year. So we're like twenty five. Wow, he was pointing out that like most podcasts don't even get past like ten episodes. The most new ones. Oh really? Yeah, I was like, holy crap, we're we're doing all right then. We're doubly better than them. Yeah, <laughs> especially considering that you know we have a life. Yeah, um, we we need sponsors sponsor us. Yeah, because of that. <laughs> yeah, gonna get a get a pop on down to brewery. Yeah. Give us free beer. Yeah, we need a brewery. And tell you, tell a you, brewery too. which likes music. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you how good your beer is even if I don't agree with it. <laughs> I can lie. <laughs> I was married. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gosh. Good work. No, 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 no. That's all good. Nah. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, you know. That was a good <laughs> I loved it when I was over in America. They're like... Uh, going back to talking about accents, um, like oh, I was single at the time when I was over there. I was on Tinder, and they're like, "Oh, say use your Australian accent, or say something Australian." I'm like, oh, you know, you know, you know. 
Yeah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Fucking you get up, get yeah, it up nah. here, you mate. <laughs> I want to go show some fucking pingers. Fucking you. <laughs> Red mitzies. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, let's be honest. The Australian accent isn't particularly attractive. Nope. I mean, if only we could speak with the Irish tongue. Oh. Fiddly dee. Fiddly dee. I'm sorry to all our Irish listeners. <laughs> all right. I think we should wrap it up there. Obviously, send us through what you have been listening to. Um, we would love to hear what you're currently checking out. Uh, you can do that by sending by contacting us on Facebook at facebook.com slash altar of noise. You can check out Simon's band, The Unset, at facebook.com slash the unset. And you can check me out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Mad Dog Walsy. Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad Dog, you Mad Dog. Yeah, Mad Dog. I don't know what it is about that whole gentleman over from WA, but he just makes me smile. <laughs> um, so as always, we will chat to you another time, but as always, stay safe and we will see you all in the next episode. Bye.